nerds, welcome back to The Paper Fold. I am your host, Sarah, the paper nerd, and I am so glad to be back nerding out with you on my favorite topic, stationery. So my guest today is a greeting card maker and brand spanking new to our community, and I was so knocked out by her approach and backstory, I had to have her on here so that others can get acquainted. So Wendy Hind is the founder of the Tiny Poetry Project with the tagline Medicine for the Soul, but she doesn't have a design background at all. Uh, Wendy is a former university vice president, professor, policy advisor, and attorney. She has a PhD and a JD after her name, so I probably should have been addressing her as doctor throughout the interview. I am so sorry about that, doctor. However, after Wendy's son was born with a life-threatening congenital heart condition, she began using poetry and essay as a form of narrative medicine to connect with others through issues of health and healing. Now, the idea of narrative medicine is exactly what it sounds like. By sharing your story with your healthcare provider, he or she can gain a deeper understanding of the experiences and emotions likely to have influenced uh, your health. Thus, a more complete picture of your illness and its impact on your life is gained by the medical professional and they can treat you more effectively. So today, Wendy conducts narrative medicine workshops, is a moving speaker, and she contributes to various poetry and medical humanities blogs and podcasts. Her poem, My Tattoos, was featured on New York Public Radio and is included in her poetry book of the same name. As I mentioned, she founded the Tiny Poetry Project, and here is where stationery comes in, and spoiler alert, I'm going to get a little nerdy now. The whole idea of the Tiny Poetry Project is to give, not take. So every poem, and there are currently 42 in all in her range, is printed on plantable artisan paper so that after you're done taking in and digesting whatever poem and message you've received, the card moves to the next stop on its circle of life by being planted in the ground. While um, Wendy does have postcards uh, so that the whole shebang is passed back to the earth, um, the envelopes with her note cards are recycled and the clear sleeves she uses are plant-based and compostable. Tiny poetry cards are kind to our hearts and the environment, she says. So Wendy sent me a few samples and uh, I love this postcard poem I will very quickly read. It's called Today. What will you do it today? Today the slate is clean. Today you can mark as one. Today your thoughts are yours to choose. What will you do it today? So I love it. It's short, it's sweet, it gets in, it gets out. And I mean, it's perfect for so many occasions. New job, retirement, encouragement, divorce. I think uh, sometimes we paper people see what we do uh, every day a little differently when someone takes such a radically different approach. So I'll have Wendy on right after this to tell us a little more about it. Hey, 
Hey nerds, I need to take a moment to acknowledge the sponsor of this podcast, Girl With Knife. If you are not familiar with this exquisite house of design that has been dropping jaws and raising eyebrows since 2019, you need to get with the program already. Alicia Castaldi is the one woman force of nature behind this feminine, unapologetic, and authentic brand. And from this girl's knife springs a divine range of upscale stationery, pillows, and candles. Rarely does a tagline deliver the truth, but Girl With Knife really is your brand new BFF in paper goods, just like it promises. At its core is the humble greeting card, but in Alicia's hands, it's not so humble. Her designs have that polished, posh imagery that will make you swoon and want to jump into this little world. That is combined with copy to hit whatever feel it is you are seeking. From that core, a vibrant range of stationary and gifts have sprung. Let me tell you, Alicia just sent me a big box of her 2022 releases and they are beyond magnificent. Right now, everything is arranged in the corner of my office like a museum exhibit for me to occasionally go over and examine. Every last element has been carefully considered, so the candles not only look divine, their scents are out of this world, while the gift wrap is printed on super thick paper for that perfect fold and the sharpest present on the gift table. It's no surprise that Alicia and Girl with Knife were the talk of the winter shows. And now that award season is upon us, they are the talk of that too. The Louis Awards are known as the Academy Awards for greeting cards. And this year, Alicia is a finalist in four categories. Birthday card, small company, thank you as well as Writer of the Year and Artist of the Year. The latter two are newer categories, and as far as I know, Alicia is the only maker to be nominated for both, ever. slow clap time. Meanwhile, the Noted It Noted Awards are held in conjunction with that May stationary event, and in years past, Alicia has won Snarkiest Card, Best Color Combo, and Best Use of Profanity, taking that award twice, uh, thus making her the sole profanity winner up until now. This year, Girl with Knife delivered yet again and is a finalist for Snarkiest Card, Best Card for Nettie Times, best just because no occasion and best color combo alicia only makes it look easy however she genuinely pours her heart soul and passion into every last release and it really shows so whether you work in the biz like me or are just looking for that perfect card or art print head on over to girl with knife all spelled out Dot com and get your shop started. I guarantee your stationery and you will slay. Good morning, Wendy. Thank you so much for joining me in the paper folds. It's so great to be here with you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So, Wendy, one thing I love about stationery is that so many people come to it from very different places to make it their own. Uh, Like you, for example, you do not come from a print background. Rather, your background is in law and you're a former professor. Your foray into stationery began when your child was born with a serious heart condition 20 years ago. And you began writing poetry as a form of medicine for the soul. Um, It's one thing to heal one's own soul. At what point did you decide to um, share your poetry to benefit others? 
Well, it's actually, it's a great question. And so our son was born with a very, very severe heart condition. Yeah, like you said, it's now 21 years ago. Wow. And um, I didn't really start writing poetry till about 10 years ago mm-hmm. um, or publishing. I, I, I was writing a little bit before then, but I really started publishing um, the poetry in medical journals across the country. Oh, and nice. then I got involved. Yeah, it was really cool. And then I got involved in um, narrative medicine. And narrative medicine is this concept that originated out of Columbia University. It's kind of full circle of what medicine used to be hundreds of years ago. But Mm -hmm. uh, an amazing physician named Rita Sharon out of Columbia started this movement about 20 years ago called narrative medicine, which is hearing the stories of patients, of doctors, of family members, of caregivers, and really starting to try to... um, tune in on their stories, on the narrative, and listen and hear and healing from being able to share um, that. And so started getting involved in that a little bit. And about a year ago, uh, this May actually, I started a, a Instagram, website, Facebook called the Tiny Poetry Project, mm-hmm. where I decided I was going to shorten some of my poems to kind of these easier little shorter quicker poems and I started posting about once a week at the Mm -hmm. tiny poetry project Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it was sort of this narrative medicine for myself and for others and I got such a lovely response from people who were like oh that just really hit me today or you know it might have only come from one or two people but that was enough for me to feel like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doing this because it was really my narrative it was good for me but then I also felt I was getting it kind of back. And that felt so lovely to hear that my words were resonating with other people. And about six months ago, mm-hmm. I had a couple of people different times say, oh, I love this poem. Do you mind if I do you mind if I use it? Do you mind if I download it and send it on to somebody? It would be a great card. Oh, and that's I, awesome. started thinking, I started thinking, well, well, heck, if you're going to do it, I think I'm going to do it. <laughs> right, and so, right. This is my, this is my copy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so I, I really took several months to, to figure out, like it was a quite a process for me in figuring out how I wanted to do it. I mean, I have like hundreds of iterations of <laughs> what it was going to look like and what kind of paper. And I landed on this uh, local, small local um, company, I don't know, I guess they're a company, small yeah. local outfit that mm-hmm. makes their own handmade paper called Porridge oh, Papers. Oh, that's They've awesome. Where are you out of? I'm sorry to interrupt. Where are you out of? Yeah, no, I'm in Lincoln, Nebraska. Lincoln, Nebraska. And so they, this is a local paper maker. It's a you. local place, but they actually hardly do any business in Nebraska. They do business all over the world. Mm-hmm. And they have all these different types of handmade papers. But the one I landed on was uh, a handmade paper from recycled fibers that is implanted with wildflower seeds. Mm-hmm. And I really consider my poems kind of um, blessings, words from the heart, this medicine for the soul. And I love the idea that someone could buy this, buy it for themselves even, and kind of take in that blessing and either um, send it on They could put it on their pegboard or whatever. They could post it. Or if they felt like um, they didn't need any more, they could actually plant it. And then it grows into wildflowers. And so I thought that was just such a beautiful kind of metaphor 
but also literal way of kind of being true to my conscious environmentally as well. Mm -hmm. So I use those, I use recycled envelopes, and then the sleeves I use are these plant-based compostable sleeves. So mm -hmm. I wanted everything to be able to kind of be that cliche, but a full circle, like it sure. really wasn't harming at all. And it really was only to be like this kind of gift to go out there sure. and then use in whatever. I work with so many people who are so entrenched in the industry and they're used to discussing envelopes and fiber content and, you know, recycle, but to, it's always very interesting to me when someone comes you know, to our community from a very different background and sort of like picks and chooses what they, um, what they like. Um, and, you know, you spoke about some of your, the different elements that go into the Tiny Poetry Project. Um, and I, but I love how all of them speak uh, to your grand, sort of like the, your biggest mission to give, not uh, take, um, so each each of your products is really a gift to be medita meditated upon, shared, and then planted or framed. Um, so um, really, and some of them, like, because you, you don't just have cards, you have postcards. So really, like, if I send you this postcard, if I write you a message on this postcard, um, and then you plant it, like, it's gone. My message is gone, but you have you know, you have these plants. Um, or in a sense, it's never gone, you know, because it's like, it's gone, but it's not, you know, it's this kind of, it's this kind of way of like letting it go, but not, but like enjoying it in a totally different way. Um, and, you know, that's, that brings me to a point that I was, I wanted, when you were speaking, it, it reminded me that, you know, so often, like everything that I also am doing, you know, it's, you think suddenly when you're thinking like a business, you realize every choice I've made has made the cards touch the production cost even more expensive because it's just, I could have chosen much, much cheaper uh, materials. Right. And, I'm and glad you didn't, by the way, because I think if, when you scrimp on materials, then that product doesn't look quite, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's important didn't... to do it how it, how the product yeah. demands yeah. to be and, and presented. Me, you know, I had to feel really good about what I was going to put out there if I was going to put it out there. Cause it was a big risk for me personally, like risk emotionally for me to do this. But oh, one thing that's totally. been cool is when I make a mistake, which, you know, you make so many printing errors, you're like, Oh, you know, when I make a mistake, it's kind of cool because rather than feeling bad, um, I literally throw them into a bowl and now I'm planting all of them. And so that is so awesome, you know, like, <laughs> so it's not really, gonna, exactly. It's not really a mistake. And there are no mistakes. I mean, you know, there, that's a very big school of thought that like every misstep we make, you know, you still get something out of it and it can, yeah, still, like, but it's easy to be like, Oh, that's 50 cents gone, you know? <laughs> right. Totally. <laughs> but, totally. At least you're, I mean, and you were, you know, you have obviously, devoted yourself to, you know, really using, uh, the best materials and everything is recyclable. So really nothing is, is, is wasted. Um, I yeah. love, 
I love the idea of narrative medicine, um, and you spoke to you spoke about it a little bit. Um, how I I didn't realize stupidly that it was like a, a thing in medicine. I saw that you just described your tiny poetry project as narrative medicine. It's so crazy. It's so amazing that you would have your poems in a medical journal. Um, I, I assume they were sh- shorter ones. Is this something that's happening a lot? Or is this just like a very little kind of like school of thought in medicine? So it's really great question. It's actually really growing and gaining traction. Narrative medicine is now taught in over half the medical schools in the country. Mm-hmm. And almost every medical school has a journal. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. almost every one of those has a section where they published they publish either short stories or a few poems and they mix it within all of the depth of some mix it within the depth of like quantitative studies. Others will just have like a humanities medical humanities journal where they publish kind of stories of medicine and uh, mine have been published in, in all different kinds. And they're actually in that, in that form, they're actually the longer poems, which I just Mm. didn't feel like maybe the general public had the, appetite for you know it takes a lot of patience to read it does. poetry and so it does i really wanted it to be accessible poems and um but 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 not undermine the intellect of you know the general public either um i think the general public has the capacity certainly for it um and the intellect it just takes a little bit of confidence in getting used to reading poems um to be able absolutely. to really absolutely you know, feel that I mean, my last my last guest in the episode um, that I just put out, uh, I had a woman, a letter presser named Michelle from Four One Seven Press, and she was saying like she just started putting a lot of copy, a little more copy than she had on her cards, and that some of her retail clients were saying like people won't stand around and read cards. I mean, it it is sort of um, I think it's getting better, but uh, people just don't like to read. I, and I think for a lot of people, as as much as I hate, as much as it kills me to say it, I think, uh, you know, a lot of people don't like to think, you know, they just want the, the pithy, quick, you know, 180 characters, yeah. whatever. Like, it, you know, they want that. This, you know, you have to do a little bit of um, emotional lifting, uh to, to read, you know, some of these, and it's a little bit more of an investment. It's a little more of a process. Not everybody's going to get it, but I think the people who get it are going to just absolutely be, uh, blown away. Um, well, and so far, like I have a, a botanical, um, a botanical garden center, you know, a big botanical garden center that you would visit their Mm -hmm. gift shop, a couple of gift shops around the country now are holding the cards and what they're their buyers were excited because so many of the botanical cards are like so gorgeous, you know, beautiful mm-hmm. flowers, beautiful. And um, one buyer in particular was like, Oh, I couldn't, I was so excited about these because of course they fit in the botanical garden world because of their plantability. Sure. But she was like, they're going to be juxtaposed so well against um, so much graphics mm-hmm. that it'll be lovely to have just um, something that kind of breaks that up in a sense and 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 makes people pause to to read in between the the beautiful images oh yeah yeah no it's a nice it's a nice bit of you know white space and it and yeah it, you know it invite 
it invites you in. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense uh, that you're that uh, you would do really well in the in the garden world. And also, I mean, I'd like to think that people who garden are maybe a little more thoughtful and used to kind of thinking, sitting with their thoughts, like maybe that, you know, they'll sort of um, get it a little better. I mean, if I had a, if I personally had a gift store, like, and I wanted to display your cards, I feel like I would, um, I feel like I would plant one and have the pot growing, yeah. you know, near it to be like, look, this card evolves. It's, it's got yeah. a life cycle. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, you know, stores are finding that um, some stores are grouping and I'm only doing wholesale. Um, mm -hmm. some, some stores are okay. So you're not, let me, let me make that clear to my listeners. Like you're not going to go onto the tiny poetry project website and order like four cards for your mom or whatever. Like she's not sitting in her house packing cards. She's not packing orders. She's wholesaling directly to stores and they're, you know, doing that sort of heavy lifting. How, and I'm sorry to interrupt. How many, how, I know you're, you're very you know, new to this world. How many stores are you currently in? So I've been, I've been selling for since the end of December was my first store. And Yay. I also have a full-time job. But, um, yeah, right no, now I, I have, do have, this is your passion project. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do, I have 20 stores. Um, and so 24 is too much. I'm pretty excited about, and they're in um, some really amazing spas across the country and wellness centers. Mm -hmm. um, and then, uh, a bookstore um, in Coral Gables, Florida, that has three outlets called Books and Books. They've got them. So I'm finding a, and then I'm, I'm pretty, well, not pretty. I'm extremely um, picky, I should say. You should in, be. And selective of where I'm putting them. That's good. And so That's I'm good. targeting those places where I want to see them or where I'd feel good about seeing them. And uh, so far it's going actually terrific. I mean, I just need to, I can't, um, I'm having to slow myself down basically <laughs> to keep up with orders and to not go too quickly, too fast. I'm really trying Sarah to be very measured and very thoughtful because I'm of course doing a lot of learning as I go. And, uh, it's super important to me to be uh, responsive to any orders I get and have those a very quick turnaround and establish relationships with the buyers and, uh, make sure that every card that goes out meets you know, my high standard, um, cause it's got my name on it. Absolutely. Well, I love that you were taking such a thoughtful approach. I cannot tell you how many people I've seen come in and, you know, they get some interest from stores and it is, it's a real shot in the arm confidence wise. And they just, you know, are just so concerned with sales and growth. They don't think about, you know, the bigger picture of how they're proceeding. I love that you're, uh, proceed, you know, that you're really, uh, thinking things through and being really thoughtful and considered. Um, I could see you're such a natural for florists. I feel too. Yeah. Like I see. Gardens I think that would be another really good, especially yeah. be, with some, like you said, kind of the depth of you think about when you send kind of an emotional card and often it's like somebody's going through a really hard time or have lost sure. someone, or maybe they're making, um, a career change, maybe they're in a terrible relationship or a bad job, or maybe they're just in some sort of transition. You know, the, the poem I actually published just this morning on my web, you know, on my site, um, was about, is about like 
flying and how we all take off on these journeys. And sometimes you get off course and then, you know, you just kind of course correct and, and fly again. And I think, I think each of us could think of a friend at this moment who could use that message to say, trust Absolutely. yourself. It's going to be okay. You know, you're going to find that true North again. Just Absolutely. listen to yourself. And sometimes we need to, and sometimes we need to hear, I mean, I, you know, I've had guests on the show. We always talk about in stationary, uh, the benefits of like sending it to someone else and bringing it into their life. And yes, that is absolutely true, but it's also a benefit to us. Like it's, it's a little bit of therapy, uh, for us. Totally. And, <laughs> and if you're sort of 100%. introverted, like, like I happen to be, and I, I, since the beginning of the year, I've been sending a lot more personal correspondence than I ever have, which is kind of weird. You would think, um, that I did that a lot more, but I've really been taking the time um, and being a little more intentional about it. And I've noticed, uh, you know, it is nice to hear from the person when they receive the letter or the card or whatever, but it's really sort of a personal process for me. And uh, I feel like I say more to someone when I sit down and talk to them without them there than I might say, like if I'm actually with them, like I think more about what I say, it's more intentional and it's, and it's more directed at them, but it, there's something Absolutely. in that, there's a lot more to that exchange, to that, you know, you know, to that, um, you know, superficially simple exchange that's going on when someone sends something to someone else, then we give it credit for. So I totally, I totally agree with you. I mean, you have to be, especially in this day and age, so intentional about purchasing a card, writing it, addressing it, getting a stamp for it. <laughs> and that is a lot of steps for us in this day and age, you know, versus, so the intentionality of that versus like a quick text saying, Hey, thinking about you. I mean, like, I love those as well. Don't get me wrong. But like, <laughs> Getting something in the mail, it's almost like you feel that energy of how much it took for them to do that for you. And then like that physical act of opening it and and then just reading it, like you have to slow down for those moments. And, you know, and then you, you feel it in a completely different way, I think. Absolutely. No, no, no. I agree. It's it. There's just something much more uh thoughtful and intentional about it and and again it's more of a process there's not much of a process involved with picking up our phone and reading a text or responding to a text or, or an email like most of us do this without really thinking but it's a process to go to your mailbox get the card yeah. open it read it think about you know it there's just a whole and that's not, that's nothing to, and that's taking out all the part of the person selecting the card writing the card, like yeah. you say, right. you know, like all that, that goes into and there's it. This, there's this tactile experience then also like a get, you know, of having it in your hands, of holding it. And then, and then you decide what to do. You really do. You decide, am I going to throw it away? Am I going <laughs> to, you know, thank you, but I'm going to throw it away or I'm going to put it in a drawer. And I think with the tiny poetry project and with these cards, what I'm trying to do is even one more step and saying, you know what, do I, do I want to, do I need to, do I need to post this up somewhere? Do I need to post this and send it on to somewhere else? Or is this something that now I'm, is going to flow through me and I'm, and I'm going to actually plant this. I'm going to give this back, you know? I love it. I love it. Cause we all have way too much stuff in our house. It, it speaks to that Marie Kondo. You know, it's like, look, I, I have this, 
I, it was an exchange. It was impactful. Guess what? Now it's on to its next, <laughs> to the, yeah. to its next phase in its circle yeah. of life. Yeah. And, and exactly. every time I look at those wildflowers or whatever, or I see a bird poking around there, I mean, I think of my friend yeah. who sent this to exactly. me. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes you need something, you need a message, but you don't want to dwell on it. Like you need it and then you're done with it. And then sometimes you need a message that like, just reminds you every day. You know, I have this one poem that I actually particularly like, and that's a lot for me to say, like, you know, I actually really like this poem that I did. And it's about a lovely day. And it's like, you know what, who doesn't need to hear? Like, I hope you have a lovely day. Like, that's just a, like a wonderful thing to look at. Absolutely. I love, I mean, I, I love it. Yeah. And I, and I'm kind of the same way. Like I create, I produce a lot of stuff and like, I like it all. I mean, like I'm, I'm proud of everything that I put my name on, but at the same time, like I very little of it, like makes an impression on me. Like, you know, like every once in a while I'll write an article and be like, that was a really fun article yeah. to write and I really really feel like I'm good about putting this out into the world yeah well I'm like you I'm an introvert too and so to even put all of this out there is a is a big deal for me it's like hard. it took a lot of you know it's but hard. now that I've done it it just feels it just it feels good it's still hard sometimes but I'm I'm continue to do it because of the the reward is internally and externally just of how it makes me feel is so great to be creative and then to be offering this and it's not you know if it, if it doesn't resonate with you okay i'm like okay that's okay. Find something yeah. else right I, yeah. yeah i think i think that i think that's great i think that's wonderful that you do it and uh yeah you know uh you know the people forget that like the creative output we do i mean they're like our babies and in a way yeah. we're even more connected to them than our children because we really generated them and are putting them out in the world i mean uh you know it, you know you have to it's it's and it can be difficult to like when people like is like you said some people might like it some people might not like it but you know you just keep sort of like plugging away and i I, I love your approach and I think um, what struck me about your work um, is that, you know, working in our industry, in our community, people are so entrenched in it. When someone comes in with like a fresh perspective, it's just, it's just a breath of fresh air. And uh, um, I think it will maybe make people regard their correspondence a little differently. And I hope maybe it makes those of us in the trade sort of approach, you know, what we do, you know. Maybe a little differently. Well, Sarah, it's so interesting. You know, you talk about the the trade and being entrenched, and I almost think that um, my greatest asset right now is my how naive I am about yeah. the industry. And I mean, really, I think that is because if I think if I was trying to be trying to approach this from a really like my legal mind side of things or my academic yeah. side, right. I would have done all this research and market research and found out which cards sell the most and which cards and where do you target and da da da. And I'm, it's like for the first time in my life, I just like didn't want to do that. I just wanted to be guttural and intuitive and creative and just put it out there. And I mean, had I done a lot of research, I probably never would have put any of this out there because I'm sure every market research would have said, like you said, too many words, not enough visuals, not oh, snarky. Yeah. I mean, my, you know, like 
I mean, I hear from my from clients all the time, and people do make that approach where they're like doing all this research. And I'm not uh, like I'm a very like I just kind of go by like what my instincts tell me. So I I don't go like that. But you're right. I mean, you know, I have clients who they'll the one retailer will say, oh. I can't sell cards at this size or I can't sell cards with text on the inside or I can't. And they're like, it's like, they're devastated. Like they're all their, all of their impressions were wrong. And now they have to just go back to the drawing board and reconfigure everything. And it's like, no, no. Okay. That person's not right for you, but there's plenty of people who are. And if you're like really believe in what you're doing, there, there's a niche for it. Um, that's a great thing about stationery really is that, you know, you're just helping people connect and people connect in every conceivable way. So there's no wrong. And who knows where it'll go, you know, in a a couple of years, maybe I'll attend some of the shows. Um, I'm not there yet. That just seems like extremely overwhelming to me at this point. (laughs) And I just like, you know, like we were saying earlier, I just am, I'm trying to go really slow and methodical and make sure I get it kind of right as I go. And um, and we'll, so far so good. I've got, you know, the people I've reached out to have been unbelievably responsive. So that's, it's so cool to have someone you don't know. I send them these cards, I follow up and they say, Oh, these are lovely. And I couldn't ask for a better word really. Like that makes me feel so happy to hear. Oh, these are lovely. You know, they really are. They really are. And I think, you know, even I can totally understand not being ready to go get a booth and sell wholesale. But if you can go to any industry events uh, or any community events, uh, Greeting Card Association, Proof to Product, there's a lot of different uh, sort of communities. Um, I think you would get a lot out of it just connecting with people and just meeting kind of like like-minded uh, souls, um, not even from a business perspective, like what's your trend size? What do you, you know, what? paper supplier do you use like just 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 the just the connecting um so i have one more question it's a big deal that i can say i'm i'm size a2s come on i mean that is good that is good i mean like if you're five by seven i have to talk i have to be like don't do the five by seven although (laughs) although i get so i get so into that and then i can't remember where i was and i was like oh my i was in a store and i was like oh my gosh there's all these five by seven cards here and i tell all my clients not to do that so but obviously they (laughs) they sell but you know for our for our people, there is something very intimate about the smaller. I don't know. I don't know what it is that it, it seems to resonate um, so much more. So um, I just have one more question. It's kind of a businessy question. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> um, so right now you offer 42 cards. Uh, from a buyer's perspective, that's enough to make a statement in a retail space, even if they're going to say, you know what, only 22 of these or whatever, 24, whatever. Yeah. Um, so while you take such a mindful approach to the medium, um, there's always the nuts and bolts of running a brand to consider from a practical standpoint. So gift and stationery uh, tends to be novelty driven, like a child. We're always looking for the next new shiny thing to dangle in front of us. Um, when I walk a trade show um, and I see a, a maker that I know, the thing I always ask them is what's new? Because you know we're, that's just always what we're looking for. 
So I'm really curious, um, then what is next for you? Um, are you adding more tiny poems or are you maybe thinking about different products to put existing ones on? Like, I think that your tiny poems would be really cool on like a bookmark or there could be some other configurations too that these might work on. So like, what's next? <laughs> so great question. I've, um, you know, since I'm really only three months old, I'm still really focusing on, I want to be, I'm, I want to be that nice new shiny thing right now. Um, you are, you probably, are. <laughs> probably for the next like year, but I would be lying if I didn't say I'm already wheels are turning. You know, I think I think I'm thinking in terms of a couple of things, uh, you know, a new lines every couple of years. But mm -hmm. I am definitely um, thinking of things like, let's say I have a I have a poem called Untethered. So mm -hmm. I'm thinking about. I love doing, that name. Um, I love that word. Thank you. Um, thinking like of doing a matching with the like I kind of accent each poem with a color, doing a matching journal to the card um, that would be called, you know, like Untethered. Um, or doing, um, I love the idea of little pots. I love little pots that you put your, like at night, your earrings or trinkets in Yeah. Would maybe be matching color saying untethered. And so like you bought it as like a little, you know, sort of a gift set for somebody where you buy the little, you know, the little piece yes. of pottery with the card or the journal with the card, that sort of thing. Love the bookmark idea. So my head certainly is, is spinning also probably at some point I'll probably put all my, um, not all, but some selected tiny poets poems from my website into a tiny poetry book um uh kind of branded the same way i'm trying to really focus on keeping my sort of brand simple clean clear you know identifiable oh, absolutely don't get a bunch of flowers and birds no no, it's you're just, very it's like clean that's not that's yeah. not you yeah i mean i could see a lot of really cool ideas. I mean, I love the idea of a journal. I mean, I, I can't figure out though, if you should use planable paper, because I don't know if people would want to plant the journal. <laughs> they might want to refer back to it or not. You, know, I mean, you never know. I've been thinking the same thing, Sarah. And then I was like, well, maybe, you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes I write things that I'm like, yeah, I don't ever want to see that again. Um, and maybe they do want to plan it. I, and maybe that would be enough. Maybe that would be something different outside of the, the normal journal idea. You know, I don't know. Right. I don't right. know. Right. I'm, yeah. Like put it all know, in there and it. then plant the whole thing and just plant the whole bloody thing. <laughs> well, I love like your today poem. Like, what will you do today? Today, the sleeve is clean. Today you can mark as one. Today your thoughts are yours to choose. What will you do today? I mean, you could do a daily journal with this poem on the front and then like, you know, every day. There, there's a lot of those like three lines journals and stuff like that. And then like you just yeah. keep it. And then when you're done, right. you can keep it. You can keep it or <laughs> dig or a hole, throw it in, put some dirt on it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. You get me, Sarah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I, I mean, I think it's, I, it's very exciting that you're in the market. I can't wait to see uh, where you go with this. And I, and I hope you do uh, just um, stay involved with, with the community a bit um, just to sort of um, 
just so that you can, um, you know, connect with people. Cause I think it, it will be a great, it'll be a great help to you to grow your range. And frankly, like, I think most of the paper nerds I know would just be blown away, like talking to you for 20 minutes. So. Well, thank you. I, I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate you're kind of taking a chance on me for your, for this podcast and, um, you know, you're, you're a leader in this industry, you know, everybody, you do the stationary trends, you do your website, you do so much for the industry. So for you to kind of take this chance on this, nobody, this person doing this strange stuff. Um, I really appreciate that. Sarah. So thank you. Oh, it's my pleasure. Um, well, thank you for coming by and I hopefully one of these days we'll get to meet him. I hope I, I, we get to meet in person. I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll be, I'll be at one of these shows. You, you trust me. You mark my words. I'll be there. <laughs> Great. Okay. Well now I have it recorded on recording so I can hold you to it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you again. Thanks, Sarah. Take care. Thank you so much, Wendy, for coming on The Paper Fold. That was super interesting to me, and I hope my listeners agree. Check out The Tiny Poetry Project at tinypoetryproject.com as she writes on her contact page on the narrative medicine side of the house. Wendy would love to speak at your next event, workshop with your group, or hear your story of health and healing. So I know she would love to hear from paper nerds in the trade as well. Her email is tinypoetryproject, all one word, at gmail.com. So finally, thank you for listening. Again, our theme music is by the wonderful Sharon Glassman of Smile Songs. See and hear more at smilesongs.com. If you like what you were hearing, please give me a five-star rating. And if you feel like waxing eloquent, please feel free to leave a review too. Thank you so much, nerds. Stay safe out there.